0: Hey, Tyler. Hey, Chris. Tell me about your first date with Natalie. My first date with Natalie. Well, we went to a place called C.T. Taqueria in the Halcyon, which is this kind of, I don't know, mini shopping center, restaurant type place, um, pretty close to both of our houses. And so figured it was like nice enough to be a good sit down restaurant, but not overly nice to where it looked like I was just balling out on the first one, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So went there, got the, the salsas and guacamole, got our tacos, and then went and got some ice cream after at Killwinds. So a nice little ice cream place. Figured it was a good spot because the, the date could go longer if it needed to. And lucky for me, the date needed to go longer. So it was a great first date and had many
1: cents. What Interesting. about you? Interesting. Well, really quickly, uh, uh, how long did it take you to ask her out? How long for the first date? No, from like the first time, the time you saw her.
0: Well, the, when I saw her, it took all of uh, ten minutes between services <laughs> to ask her to coffee, and after coffee, it was pretty much all right. Let's go on a date.
1: All right, all right. <laughs> and um, did you propose on the first date, or was that I did what not? I, out? I, okay. I held
0: back and, and withheld from proposing on the first date, and just a, a few more after that. Before, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> before, you were ready.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about you? Uh, believe it or not, I took Catherine to Red Lobster. Oh man, big time, day. big time! I don't know if you Take know this, but I was place actually that you worked. <laughs> I was actually a server at Red Lobster. Man, you got that discount? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fifty yeah, percent off that employee discount. Yeah, listen, oh, I was in seminary, man. We were poor. <laughs> we were trying to get by, so we had a great time yep. and dated for enjoyed the biscuits. Uh, so many cheddar bay biscuits. <laughs> I've eaten so many of those things, and uh, yeah, I had a blast and dated for. Like 11 months and then got engaged and we were engaged for six months. So we weren't uh, quite on the speed track that you were, but <laughs> it was still pretty fast. Hey, right. way to do it. There we go.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Weekly Hope. I'm here with Chris Renfro talking through this past week's Sunday and specifically with Stand Sunday. Chris, do you want to share with us what exactly Stand Sunday is?
1: Stand Sunday is uh, one Sunday a year generally the first Sunday of November, where uh, thousands of churches across the nation and now the world stand together, particularly for the issues of adoption and foster care, and uh, we just want to highlight those needs and how we can serve kiddos that are uh, yeah, that are in need. So we talked yesterday about that and how Hope Church is partnering and supporting uh, those ministries and some practical things that we could do as a church, and uh, particularly the passage that we were focused on yesterday was from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, which says, "...therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain." And so that was a little bit of uh, the gist of our Sunday yesterday. Mm-hmm.
0: So for you personally I know Stand Sunday has been something that was on our calendar before we had even officially launched Hope Church. Um would you why why for you has Stand Sunday been such a
1: just important thing and such a priority? So the past few years just as we've served in churches uh the Lord's just really blessed Catherine and I to be involved in some churches that really do have a heart for adoption and foster care and so that's helps kind of bring awareness to, to us. And even Catherine and I, as I said in the sermon, years ago, uh, when we were just just dating and just starting to date, uh, we talked about adoption, talked about foster care, and talked about how our family could be involved in those things. And so it has been neat to see how the Lord has uh, opened doors for us to serve and uh, to stay involved in those ministries. And so the churches that we've been a part of have, have highlighted Stand Sunday... Um, just about every year, and so this is a great opportunity for us as a church plant to just say this is going to be a priority for us, and so we really marked it on the calendar before we ever even launched to just say, hey, November, the first Sunday of November is going to be a time where we prioritize this, where we really want to plant a church that has a heart for kiddos and particularly vulnerable and and hurting kids that are in need, and so uh, from a personal standpoint for us, just a couple of months ago, uh, our families began the process of uh, going through a home study. began the process of doing all the paperwork that we needed to do so that we would be ready to be able to adopt a kiddo when when the need comes and arises. And so we're praying through that and praying that you know that the Lord will open those doors for our family uh, in the right time and as. Mm-hmm. Uh, as there's a kid in need, so yeah. uh, it's it's personally on our heart as well, just as a family, that mm. this is something that we want to be involved in and um, and serve serve kiddos. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. It's cool to see your heart in that. I know um, one of the things you said in the sermon that I think really just kind of puts the just words behind that was you were talking about how we need to put our theology into practice. Mm-hmm. And so I think for seeing this even from a Sunday standpoint to a weekly standpoint to just us as a church and our actions showing that not only is this something that we see in Scripture and believe in, but this is something that we want to put actual footing behind and actual time and energy, and to see for you even putting your entire family's dynamic uh, just in play in order to allow your theology to be practiced through adoption is
1: really cool. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I loved about First Corinthians 15, is that verse starts off? It's the last verse in First Corinthians 15, mm-hmm. uh, and verse 58, and he just says, "Therefore, my beloved brothers," and that really is a recap yeah. of this entire really deep, theologically rich chapter. Mm-hmm. And we're a church that we love theology mm-hmm. and we we care about it, and truth matters, and we want right theology, we want rich theology. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our theology has to be put into practice, and that's what Paul is saying in this verse, is we are called as followers of Christ to be steadfast and immovable and to overflow and, and abound in the work of the Lord. And so not to just not to just know what's right, but to actually mm-hmm. do what's right, because our motivations have been changed by the blood of Jesus and His love for us. Mm-hmm. So out of that, we we can sacrificially show love to others, and one of the things that we see is that and Jesus Jesus had a heart for kids. <laughs> like Jesus had a heart for 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 little children and um and, and kiddos that really had nothing to give in return. Um but but he always just entered into their lives and said, even you know, even the kingdom of God, like if you want to yeah. enter the kingdom, like you've got to become like one of these. And so when you see that and you see um, James 1.27, mm-hmm. you see just uh, the Lord's heart for the fatherless and for um, for those who are vulnerable and in need. We just knew that this was going to be a priority for our church. Yeah,
0: yeah and that, that verse finishes up by talking about how we can know that in the Lord our labor is not in vain. And mm-hmm. I think that is uh, particularly like an added conviction um, into just, just the work of ministry in all capacities, and particularly in areas such as this, to know that... Um, as believers and as followers of Christ, nothing that we do can can be in vain when working towards the Lord. So even in these actions, it's important that just to have rest and knowing that there's no poor work you can do, you know, when working towards the Lord and His
1: good. Yeah. Um, I love, I mean, it's one of the verses as I was studying in this passage and thinking about this Sunday that I just come back to and just want to encourage our people is Matthew 10, 42, mm. where Jesus said, and whoever gives of one of these little ones, even a cup of cold water, because he is my disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. And just remembering that man, even the smallest act, even even that intentionality just to uh, care and to show love to someone in need um, is seen and known and rewarded by God. And so I think for our people practically, what we just said was, Everybody can do something yeah and I'd want I would want to challenge our people we have so many young married couples we have so many young professionals uh, we have so many empty nesters in our church uh, just to start thinking about and considering what would it look like for us to to be involved in this this need mm. um, so maybe that maybe that is adoption or maybe it is foster care mm-hmm. um, or maybe if this this season the Lord's not called you to specifically doing those things well, what would it look like to support those who are doing it and we just want to raise up an army of people yeah. that that are coming alongside those who are adopting and fostering mm-hmm. that are caring for those and our church just goes above and beyond to to hold up families that are doing this and um, to support and then we are raising up new families mm-hmm. to do it and so and particularly for some of you young marrieds out there, I just start having those conversations of, you know, would we ever consider adopting or would we consider foster care? um, Or how can we use our time and our effort and our energy to help those who are doing it? That'd be a question I'd I'd even ask you, Tyler. Like, I mean, have you and Natalie ever had conversations about this and what does that look like in y'all's life?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it was funny. On Sunday, you talked about just this list of questions and one of the questions that you and Catherine asked, and that was on our very first date. We had the same conversation about just family dynamics and children and a big piece of that being adoption and foster. And it was cool to see that the Lord had already been working on both of our hearts for a desire for that in the future and an interest in that, but also just like Man, even talking lately about like, what can we be doing now in our lives and in our time to help support those who are, and just, just work through that. Cause we do, we care deeply about it. We grabbed restoring dignity bags on Sunday that we're both going to get to fill. That was actually what we did on our second date yeah. was filled, restoring dignity bags together, which is cool. So it's exciting to get to do that together now in marriage, um, and just getting to pray over those kids and pray over opportunities the Lord can put forward for adoption or foster in the future.
1: Yeah. Oh that was incredible. I mean we had a goal to fill 50 crazy. restoring dignity duffel bags. Just by the way, restoring dignity is a ministry that we partner with that provides duffel bags with new clothes and, and either a toy or a gift card and then a bible to kiddos who are being pulled out of their home and placed into the foster care system so they can have some some sense of dignity to be able to uh, carry around any any of their Um, personal items if they're going to be moving to any different homes or anything like that. And so it just provides some practical resources, but then also a little bit of dignity for for kiddos that are in the system. And so we we had a goal to fill 50 of these duffel bags, and we ran out of bags with a number of people still waiting to get more bags that we will have more available next week for any families that weren't able to get one. But just a very, very practical Mm -hmm. way that we can step into and support and help in this ministry. And I'll just make this point that we said, we said yesterday, I mean, the, these are not, uh, these are not Operation Christmas Child duffel, or, uh, or they're not, you know, Christmas boxes. Mm-hmm. These are, these are in many ways, you know, on the worst days mm-hmm. in a kid's life that they'd be getting one of these. And so, um, there, there's not really like a, there's not really like a feel-good story yeah. at the end of this. It's, it's more of like we're stepping into messiness and we're willing to just show the love of Christ practically mm-hmm. to someone, whether we ever get anything in return or not, and uh, just for our people to hear and kind of respond to that and recognize that we, we may never, we probably sure. never will sure hear about a story or meet somebody or, or anything that's ever received one of these, but that's okay. We can, we can still show the love of Christ whether we get any reward here or not. You know? Absolutely. No, I think it's like,
0: And in some ways, even more humbling to know that there isn't some recognition that comes on the other side of it, but it's just simply doing work that is not about or for you, but is for God and His kingdom.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. Um, So is there any just final encouragement or anything that you didn't get to in the sermon that
1: you'd like to include here? I'm just excited for the days ahead. So next Sunday, we're actually doing a meeting right after service for anybody that's just interested in more information how they can be involved any next steps that they can take Mm -hmm. uh, all the way from hey we just want to help however we can Mm -hmm. to we may be interested in foster care or adoption and what do we need to do next and so it's really just an all-call open-ended meeting that will be about 30 to 45 minutes right after service so i just encourage anybody that wants to stick around for that and then we actually have, uh, we celebrated two baptisms yesterday. We have two more baptisms coming up next week, Uh, so if anybody's interested or has more Mm -hmm. questions about baptism, would love to talk to you about that, and you can reach out. And then just one uh, final announcement, we have our Christmas Eve service coming up on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crazy, I know, but it'll (laughs) be be at 5 p.m., and uh, I just want to get that on your calendar so you all know about it. It will be at Uh, at our our meeting location, North American Mission Board, 4200 North Point Parkway. So uh, just get it on your calendar. We'd love for you to come, bring family, and uh, we're going to have a great time there. So that's all I've got for this week, and I can't wait to see you next Sunday at 10 a.m.